And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy. Today we're talking about Amazon, getting your products on Amazon, the challenges that therein lie, and a little bit about how we found real problems with our Amazon and solved them. First off, I want to say thank you so much for everyone who has uh, liked us on our Instagram profile and followed us. It's at uh, MurdyCreative.co. You can just, uh, check us out on our website, MurdyCreative.co, or you can follow us on Facebook, as well as all of the other app platforms that we're working on launching now. Uh, we're recently actually working on launching our YouTube channel as well, so hopefully this podcast will actually also be broadcast on YouTube for those who want to watch me in the studio give this podcast. All right, today we're talking about Amazon. So Amazon is one of the largest and most incredible e-commerce platforms in the world. In 2016, I believe it was, that 44 cents of every dollar spent online was spent on Amazon.com, which is incredible to think about. It's an incredibly powerful force for consumers who often are able to shop prices in a very, very efficient way. And it's a great platform for um, people who sell and make things to get their product out there to a very large customer base. So... When we looked at what we wanted to do, we knew we wanted to have Amazon Prime be part of our offering. Uh, Amazon Prime is a huge aspect for a lot of customers. A lot of customers buy exclusively Amazon Prime products, and so we wanted to make sure that we were able to comply and follow those rules. So to be listed on Amazon, for us, we needed a UPC code. When we were first getting launched, we were actually kind of on the front end of the Amazon handmade products. They, they launched it almost at the same time that we launched, and we initially looked at adding our products to the Amazon handmade platform. But the platform was a little untested at the time, and you needed to spend the uh, $39 a month or whatever it was for a professional account which we at the time didn't really want to do. It didn't make a lot of sense for us. We didn't have any established sales. And so it really wasn't something we wanted to do. But what we ended up doing was we ended up trying to look at what are the things you need for the rest of that to get on Amazon. One of the things you need is a UPC code, universal product code. So the one thing about UPC codes is that they actually are issued by a single body. And the, the uh, issuing is also known as a GTIN number, and there's a couple other variations. But what you have to go do is you have to go buy these codes from this um, issuer. Now, it's, a, it's an international body that issues these codes. That's why they're universal. They're everywhere. The codes come in an interesting combination. So there's 12 digits. The number of digits that you buy determine how many codes you get. So if you buy, let's say, like I did initially, 10 digits, that's the cheapest option. It's $250. And if you buy 10 digits, you have 10 products that you can create under your first 10 digits. So you, they, they issue you the 10 digits, and then the last two, the first of those two numbers is, for example, one or zero or two, and then the last digit is what's called the check digit. So if you say, okay, the first 10 numbers, they issue me, I'm going to go zero for my 11th digit, they will tell you what the 12th digit needs to be for that code to be valid. valid. So that buys you 10 codes. Now, if you say, okay, I want to spend $750 and I want to buy 100 codes, they'll issue you nine digits and you get 100 codes, so on and so forth. 
And I think the highest one you can buy, I think, is like a hundred thousand or a million products, something along those lines, where they issue you like six digits or something along those lines. Now you can buy multiple sets of um, digits from them. So for me, I bought ten initially. So I bought the, the original ten at two hundred and fifty dollars. Now that we've launched a whole bunch of new products and we're working on bringing on a bunch of new products, um, that actually is increased quite significantly. We need more than 10 now. So I'm going to go back to them and I'm going to buy more. And I'm probably actually going to buy the $750 one and buy 100 codes because I think that we're going to continue to grow and continue to add new products as some of our customers have suggested some great stuff. So once you get the UPC code from them, you have to tell that registering body what the name of the product's going to be, anything like color or all, all the other you know information about it. Then you go back to Amazon. So when you create Amazon, what we ended up doing was we ended up creating initial one initial product to start with, and that was Espresso. Eventually, when we added colors, I wanted to create the concept of the variations that you see on Amazon where you can select different color combinations and different um, things along those lines. And so I went back, and it was actually a challenge. There was the whole process I needed to create what was called a parent item and then all of the children items beneath that. So I went back and created the parent item around Espresso and all of the children items. So when you look at Amazon, you look at something like Amazon Prime, actually there's a couple of factors that come into play when you're looking back at pricing like we talked about in the last episode. So when you price on Amazon or when you price in general, because you want to have that price parity across all platforms, one thing that's important to keep in mind is that Amazon takes a big cut out of it. In our case, Amazon took something like 15% out of our books. So 15% right off the top, Amazon takes, and then they also take whatever their, quote, shipping cost is. Now, the shipping cost is dependent on what you're shipping, of course. The Amazon fee is more based off of the price and the item class. So when we looked at our shipping price, it was actually going to be about, well, when we initially started, it was going to be close to 2 $3, something along those lines. But we were using a paper envelope and um, just the regular posts in their individual envelopes. We didn't have a lot going on as far as packaging goes. And so at that time, we launched it and we were able to get it just under that weight of the um, small package. Now, for Amazon, the small package has a couple of different interesting kind of restrictions that you need to keep in mind. And they actually will help determine the price and also the the overall issues as far as what's the shipping going to be like and how is it going to be shipped. And that is something that kind of changes. It recently changed not that long ago. And I think it's something that all people need to be aware of when they look at buying from Amazon and selling on Amazon too. It's important to realize that that's part of the, the cost. So when we looked at the, the different things, we found that if we could get it under, at the time, I believe it was 12 ounces, and under the longest side being like 15, I think the shortest was something like uh, 12, and if we could keep it under uh, a half an inch or a quarter of an inch, something like that, three quarters of an inch, I should say, if we were able to keep it under those dimensions, we were able to classify it as a small package. That was going to be, I think, 276 271 something along those lines, $2.76, and then if you went above that to a regular size package, what they call large, the the size gets quite a bit larger and the weight gets a little bit higher and you can do it and that's like $3.19 or $4 depending on how much your weight is, right? So all of these factors came to an important part of our pricing in that we sell the, the book for, I think, currently $49 on Amazon Prime, but Amazon gets over $10 of that. So that's an important aspect of when people talk about selling on Amazon is you need to keep in mind they get their cut and that's an important key key part of pricing. So when we looked at 
selling on Amazon. We knew this was the case. We knew that it was going to be good. So we ended up saying, okay, well, we'll deal with the, the lower the lower margins, um, and we'll just go sell on Amazon. And so we started selling, and they sold well. And then we ended up getting some feedback that said that the the packages were arriving just horribly damaged, and the product was was damaged. So we had a lot. Of, we had a high returns rate. And actually, an important factor is when you get started, in our case, if you are over 10% of your items are returned, you will get delisted automatically. Now, you can immediately relist the product, but you have to create kind of a defense for why you should be relisted. In our case, it was we beefed up the packaging, so we should be relisted. They'll immediately relist you. It takes a couple of minutes to get back on there, but then you're back on and you're back selling. It's important to keep an eye on your returns rate, though, because when customers return it, they don't necessarily think about the returns being a detriment to you. They don't see that as a problem. It's just part of the deal. But you need to keep in mind that if your returns are happening quite frequently, you need to really understand why and try to fight that as much as possible so that you can understand that. So when we looked at our, our returns, we found that most of them that came back were probably reusable if we repackaged them or we took good care of them. We were able to kind of find out which ones that came back to us, what was the real issue. And sometimes it's just that the customer didn't need it anymore. They just returned it the way you normally return packages. But what ended up happening was is that we really kept an eye on that and we ended up beefing up our package quite significantly and we're continuing to revolve around that. And actually we're looking at right now and having, having an audit happen. Um, but to finish up, so what we ended up doing is we, we put all of our boxes pre-labeled with our UPC labels in their packaging. We put that in a big box, send that master box to Amazon. They tell you where, to, where it should go. You fill out all the shipping information in their Amazon Seller Central um, information hub, as it were, the back end. And once that box goes off, it'll, you can kind of track where it goes. It does take some time to get through the Amazon filtration system. It can take up to 14 days, so keep that in mind when you're trying to run a lean inventory that that's a big problem. But if you can keep on top of that, you can run a lean inventory, you keep on the management, you keep on the sales, it's a pretty easy way to really get into the market fast and really be able to get a good customer base pretty easily. There's obviously a lot more to talk about with Amazon and, and keywords and how do you develop the right marketing techniques and all these various things. Um, I'll probably go into them at a later point. Um, tune in tomorrow. Obviously, we're going to talk a little bit more about the latest topic. I'm excited to announce that we've got some pretty cool things coming down the road tomorrow. Uh, so I think the topic is going to be product launch. Anyway, so uh, thank you so much for, for all of those who are supporting and listening to us. Please go check us out on our website. If you need any leather binders, go check us out at moodycreative.co. We make the best in the business. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all of the other places. And uh, thanks so much. See you later. Bye.